Genesis chapter 40 tonight. I think we're going to start in 30, 39, see. Verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. He's in prison. Keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all that uh, prisoners, all that were in the prison, and whatsoever they did there, he was a doer of it. Keeper of the prison looked out. Look not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. And it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and the baker had offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of the bakers. And he put them in ward and in the house of the captain of the guard, into the prison, the place where Joseph was bound. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them, and he served them, and they continued a season in ward. And, he, and they dreamed a dream, both of them, each man his dream in one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream, uh, the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in the prison. And Joseph came in unto them in the morning and looked upon them, and, and uh, behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in, uh, in the ward of his Lord's house, saying, Wherefore look ye so sadly today? And they said unto him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, Did, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me them, I pray you. And the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, and In my dream, behold, a vine was before me. And in the vine uh, were three branches, and it was as though it budded, and their blossoms shot forth, and the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said unto him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thine head, and restore thee unto thy place, and thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner when thou wast his butler. But think on me when it shall be well with thee, and show kindness, I pray thee, unto me, and make mention of me unto Pharaoh, and bring me out of this house. For indeed I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. Here also have I done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon." When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said unto Joseph, I also was in my dream, and behold, I had uh, three white baskets on my head. And in the uppermost basket there was of all manner of bakements for Pharaoh, and the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. And Joseph answered and said, This is the interpretation thereof. The three baskets are three days, yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee, and shall hang thee on a tree, and the birds shall eat thy flesh from off thee. 
It came to pass that the third day, that the third day which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast unto all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them, yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forget him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you uh, for your grace and goodness. And I thank you, as has been acknowledged in prayer already, that you are in control of everything. And, and we are not to be anxious uh, as the world. Uh, we have uh, you as our loving Father, and, and we belong to you. And, and God, we thank you for your, your watch care over us. And God, I pray for the filling of your spirit tonight, that you'd help me to minister the word to your church. And pray for my dear wife in the nursery, fill you with your spirit, use her uh, working in the nursery tonight. Thank you for the good services this morning, for uh, the visitor who came. And, uh, and Father, for the word that went forth both here and, uh, and uh, on the live streaming services. And Father, I pray that, uh, that the people would just yield to your word, find the, the truth, the hope, uh, the joy, the purpose, uh, God, that, 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 that comes with that. And, and Father, we, we pray for that. We we're thankful for it in our lives, God, as we are enlightened uh, more and more by your word and, and in living life in a manner to glorify your name. We're thankful for that. Uh, Lord, help us tonight and teach us from the scriptures. And uh, Father, I pray that you'd exhort and encourage us in some way in the life of Joseph tonight that, that we might uh, bear the likeness of this faithfulness that was in his, his life. He was, He's a great picture of you, as we saw in, in, in an earlier sermon. And Father, help us tonight. I thank you for each one, and thank you for those with us online. Father, we pray we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> We've seen Joseph as a, a portrait of Christ, his life uh, picturing the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, We've seen him as a prosperous, uh, prospering spiritually uh, through difficult times and uh, the persecution that he uh, was in and enduring. Uh, tonight we're going to look at perseverance, uh, perseverance in the midst of persecution, perseverance um, in the midst of, uh, of persecution. And uh, Joseph certainly is a good example uh, to follow there. So first of all, we see... Uh, number one, Joseph was faithful to serve in the work of God. Number one, Joseph was faithful to serve in the work of God. A Joseph served with his hands. Uh, we see in verse 4 of Genesis 40 uh, that the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them. That's the chief butler and the chief baker. And he served them. Uh, he worked in that prison, and what, whatever uh, needed to be done for them, or uh, uh, he, he served them. Joseph was, was, uh, was put in, in, in charge of them. Uh, Joseph uh, was a servant, and, and, and literally had been a slave for a while. Uh, he, uh, he served, of course, uh, his father, uh, Jacob, faithfully, and he would send him on that uh, trip out to see the brethren. That's where they sold him in, into Egypt to begin with. And, uh, uh, Joseph served Potiphar faithfully. 
until he was lied and, and, and uh, maligned and, uh, by Potiphar's wife and eventually thrown into prison. And now he's been serving the captain of the guard in the prison and been working there uh, faithfully. It is obvious that Joseph uh, had a servant's heart. He was about serving. And, uh, and uh, the Christian life is about serving others. And, uh, and, and he, he, was, he was going to be faithful to serve in the work of God. And these are keys to, uh, to persevering uh, amidst persecution. What do we need to hang on to? What do we need to keep doing? We need to keep serving in the work of God uh, as, as, as God allows. Uh, Jesus teaching his disciples uh, about service. You know, whosoever will be chief among you, Matthew 20, 27, let him be your servant. Even as a son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So Christ, of course, we know, uh, came to serve. And that certainly must have been some picture when they were there at that last supper and Jesus took the role of washing their feet. And uh, uh, that certainly was some picture. Uh, Jesus uh, said, uh, it's not the greatest among you, they're not to bear rule over you. He says, he says in, in Luke uh, 22, 6, uh, uh, you shall not be so. He that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, he that is chief as he that does serve. Whether it is greater, he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth, is it not he that sitteth at meat? But I am among you as he that serveth. So uh, they marveled. They certainly weren't looking for a serving, humble Messiah. <laughs> and uh, they didn't get that picture, though it's there uh, in, in the Old Testament prophets. Uh, many of those who were uh, a little more distant than they should be. Uh, there were some, it seemed, that, that got it. Uh, but uh, but many, did, many missed that, uh, that, uh, that humble uh, part of the Messiah. He was serving. Uh, and uh, Joseph served with his hands. Now, not all uh, are called to teach or preach in the church. We have many different gifts. Uh, you know, we've, uh, we've studied the, the gifts of the Spirit and such and taught on those things. And God you know, gives every believer at least one gift. He gives some uh, uh, more than one. He doesn't give anyone all of them. And, uh, and so we all, uh, as iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. God uses those gifts through us as we, what? As we serve one another in so, uh, in so many ways. Uh, I think of the Apostle Paul uh, kind of remembering those who served him, served God, served him in their lives. And uh, uh, the Bible says uh, when, when the Apostle Paul was, after his transformation on the way to Damascus, and he was preaching in Damascus for, for a while in and, and, uh, Acts 9, 23. And after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. But their lying await was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down, led him down by the wall in a basket. 
that that's a, a wonderful uh, ministry. Amen. Uh, I can just hear the church now. We need to have a Paul a, a Paul's escape ministry. Okay, have any volunteers? Okay, uh, let's get some ideas. They're watching the gates every day. Uh, his his uh, his his neck is on the block, and uh, we need a ministry uh, to get the apostle Paul out of here. Okay. Well, they somehow got together and they decided they would have a wall, a wall and basket ministry. And down over the wall he went and he was able uh, to escape. And, you know, the Apostle Paul never forgot that. Uh, he, was, he was referencing in, in, in 2 Corinthians uh, his sufferings and, and all that he'd, he'd, he'd been through uh, for, uh, in his missionary journeys and such. And he, 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 he uh, reminisced about when he first started this ministry, how it started, as the Lord had said, with great sufferings. I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake, Jesus told Ananias. And Paul reflected upon that. And he said in 2 Corinthians 11.32, he wrote, In Damascus, the governor under uh, Artus the king kept the king of the, of the Damascenes with a garrison desirous to apprehend me. And through a window in a basket was I let down by the wall and escaped his hand. Paul remembers uh, that basket ministry. Amen. And uh, those who were willing uh, to serve in that. And praise God for that. Uh, we had a sermon recently uh, on Onesimus. And uh, uh, Paul remembered him in Second Timothy when Paul uh, was in prison. He said, Lord, give mercy unto the house of, of, uh, of uh, Onesiphorus. For he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. There was one who served and ministered to Paul. Remember he said, in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. He'd faced great persecution at Ephesus. We studied that briefly in a message. And, uh, and Paul remembered that even there, Onesiphorus uh, 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 wasn't afraid to minister uh, 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 to the Apostle Paul. He wrote in Philippians, he says, I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, Philippians 4, 3, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with my other fellow laborers, fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. The Apostle Paul was ever aware of, uh, of, of the laborers around him. And uh, I'm thankful for the spirit that is in this church. I'm thankful for the welcome hearts for, uh, for, for every... It, it doesn't matter. I don't have to cons be concerned about who's going to come through that door uh, because I know they're going to receive a welcome. And uh, I'm thankful for that. And uh, that we're going to be glad they're here. Uh, we're going to minister to them in whatever way that we can and, and, uh, and, and speak with them. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the ministering that I know goes on to one another, you know, outside. And I, and I, and I only, I'm sure I only hear a smidgen of it, you know. And uh, there's ministering that goes on to one another uh, outside this church. And, and, uh, and I'm thankful for that, uh, that, that ministry that, that, that goes on there. Christians are called to serve one another. The pastor's major responsibility is to feed the flock, to labor in, in, in the word and doctrine. And the, all the ministering that needs to be done in the church cannot be done by the pastor. Uh, but those, uh, you know, step forward and just minister, help one another in whatever ways are needed. It's a great blessing. That's the way God intended it. You know what uh, drives us to do that and, and, and you folks to do that, that, that do that? Love, the love of Christ. <laughs> and, and, and that's a wonderful blessing to know. And we see it that God working that way, serving. Uh, Joseph served with his hands. Whatever was needed to be done, he was, he was uh, willing to do it the best that he could. 
B, Joseph served from the heart. Joseph served from the heart. Verse 6 in Genesis 40, he comes into the to the 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 chief of the of the butlers and the chief of the baker one morning and he looks upon them and behold they were sad and he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in ward of his lord's house saying wherefore look ye so sadly today um i always thought that was interesting <laughs> joseph himself <clears throat> is in the dungeon it seems he's serving and doing whatever he can during the day. He's bound in chains. Uh, the book of Psalms uh, makes reference of that. He was hurt in chains, bound in chains uh, uh, in this dungeon. So he's, uh, he's, he's very much a prisoner. And, uh, and he's, why are you sad today? You know? I, by the way, they're, they're prisoners as well. And uh, why are you sad today? You know, and... Uh, Interesting. I wonder if there was a pause there before they answered him, you know, and uh, uh, praise God for Joseph's spirit. Amen. And uh, he, he served from the heart. He was concerned about them. Uh, he had a concern for them. Uh, and he was, he was serving them uh, from the heart. Uh, those uh, elders of the flock in First Peter 5, 2 are called to feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. It's always uh, balanced that the <clears throat> that the the, the scriptures put out regarding uh, this care. Uh, the pastor is is not to uh, work for money and for 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 uh, uh, for, for filthy lucre, uh, and the pastor is to have, to want to, to serve from the heart. And so he is. He is. Uh, he is, in a sense, uh, in a sense, not to require that. And uh, and and the apostle Paul urges the church. And by the way, you're not supposed to let him work without money. <laughs> and uh, God says, God says, if if, if, if those that are he's feeding you, then what do you do? Then you give. Uh, even so, hath God ordained which they, that they which what preach the gospel should live of the gospel. And there's that balance there. And uh, and uh, and we're thankful, uh, you know, that that, that we see that. And I'm thankful uh, for that. I'm thankful uh, for the for the missionaries, especially that you know we have come here. You know, when they come here, they come here on this. We'll take a love offering for you. That's all they come on. And uh, there's no. I've I've had people. I've had folks call me, and and and, and they want to come and they want to do a song ministry. They want to do this or that. And and for a minimum minimum love offering of blah 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 will come. Never, re, ne, ne, don't, don't return the voicemail. Don't return the email. And uh, uh, and uh, you know, I, I like to see you know people exercising that faith and uh, and going around. I tell you, uh, I've seen. It's been a blessing to see uh, with the cooks going around and uh, just going out. And well, you know, we don't have any meeting here. We'll stop in. And there's a church over here. We'll stop in there. And it's been it's been a blessing to see folks you know just just give to them they, they never met them before but they're missionaries that stopped in out of nowhere uh, and, uh, and 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 they want to give to them you know they they weren't they weren't even scheduled to speak in their church you know and they have folks folks that give to them they've seen that multiple times you know God blesses uh, uh, if we'll uh, keep our eyes upon Him have our heart in the thing. Ephesians 6, 5, Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Uh, what are we in this church for? We're in this, rather, who are we in this church for? We're in this church for Christ, amen. 
Uh, we, we, we all are here. We are exercising our gifts for the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, uh, it will be worth it all. Amen. <laughs> and uh, it will be worth it all for each one of us as we serve him faithfully. And we can, uh, we can count on that. Uh, and uh, thank God for that. In Ephesians uh, 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 6, 5. We're going to be doing the will of God from the heart. Ephesians 6, 6. Uh, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are the household of faith. Galatians 6, 9. And uh, this serving thing. Uh, as we mature spiritually and our values and desires are purified, we realize the value of ministering to others. The joy that it brings now and the eternal rewards that it will uh, that it will uh, that it will be to know in glory what a blessing that is you know I tell you it's a blessing I remember being in Bible college and you know and and uh, folks just seem seemingly given you know uh, folks to students who didn't have much and we didn't have much and We'd have people, when we had people over, we'd put some more spaghetti in the sauce and mix some more spaghetti in the sauce, you know, and, uh, and we didn't have a lot, you know, but the Lord provided. And I was, and I was so thankful to see those gifts come in. Students would, you know, uh, have bills to pay and, and people would leave cash in their mailbox. We had had that happen a few times, you know, and uh, nobody knew the needs and, and all that. And it, was, and it was a great blessing. But, you know, the Bible is true. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Uh, as, as we grow, we learn, and God calls us what? To, he points out a needy person to us. And we have an opportunity to give, if, give to that need. And that's a great blessing. That's a great blessing. And we learn that thing as we grow, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. And uh, I remember having a, a ministry at a, uh, our, our, our church in St. Pete, and we, and we went out and passed out some food baskets, and we'd go out in the evening, and we'd go out there, you know, we had the food baskets, we'd, we'd knock on the door, and we'd run, you know, and then we'd hide around the block, you know, <laughs> we'd log, look at the street lights, and they'd come out, they'd find, they'd find the basket there, I'll tell you, that, that was joyous to watch that, and, and, and see that. And uh, uh, what, a, what a blessing that is. Serving. <clears throat> I've used this illustration before, but it's a good one. I'm going to use it again uh, tonight. You'll, you'll, you'll recognize it, some of you. Uh, if I'm pronouncing, maybe I'll pronounce everything wrong and you won't recognize it anyway. But uh, if I pronounce these things right. Uh, serving. Yunam, you know, is Spanish. I'm thinking I'm pronouncing that right. The Spanish philosopher tells about the Roman aqueduct of Segovia in his native Spain, built in 109 A.D. For 1,800 years, it carried cool water from the mountains to the hot and thirsty city. Nearly 60 generations of men drank from its flow. Then came another generation, a recent one, who said, this aqueduct is so great a marvel that it ought to be preserved for our children as a museum piece. We shall relieve it of its centuries-long labor. They did. They laid modern iron pipes. They gave the ancient bricks and mortar a reverent rest. And the aqueduct began to fall apart. The sun beating on the dry mortar caused it to crumble. The bricks and stones sagged and threatened to fall. What ages of service could not destroy, idleness disintegrated. Isn't that a great illustration? And that's, that's the way our spiritual lives are. 
uh, if, we go idle, if we go idle, that's our spiritual lives are going to disintegrate and our strength. We keep serving. We'll find the strength to serve. Amen. Uh, according to what? As thy days, so shall thy strength be. God gives me. God gives you strength to serve him today. And, uh, and we can count on God, uh, God for that. <clears throat> Joseph served <clears throat> from his heart. <clears throat> Thirdly, Joseph served under a head. Verse 4 of Genesis 40, and the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them. So Joseph is uh, working under the authority of a head. He's uh, doing what the captain of, of the guard is directing them to do. Not necessarily as the prisoners desired. You see, it was the captain of the guard who charged Joseph with them. He wasn't there to do their bidding. He was serving them, the chief butler and the chief baker. But he was serving them as the captain of the guard directed. Amen. And, uh, and that's how we serve uh, as believers. We serve others not according as they may feel they need served, but what? According as Christ directs us to serve them and according as the scriptures direct us uh, to serve them. First uh, Corinthians seven twenty three, You are bought with a price. Be not ye the servants of men. There we are. We know that, uh, that Galatians teaches us that, that by love we're supposed to serve one another. God warns, but don't be servants of men. We don't just, you know, well, I need help this way. Oh, you need, uh, you need 100 bucks right now? Okay, well, that, that's how I'll serve you. you, told, you know. No, we need to serve them the way God directs us to serve them, the way God directs us to help them. And uh, because he's our head, Jesus Christ is our head, and, uh, and we are under that authority. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 4, 5, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants previous point for Jesus sake this point uh, we're under a head see we serve others uh, uh, what for Jesus sake and for Jesus glory and so we serve in that manner we as believers what are the body of Christ Friends, 1 Corinthians 12 talks about uh, uh, us being the body of Christ. Colossians chapter 1 talks about Christ being the head, the church being the body. Ephesians chapter 4 talks about Christ being the head, the church, the church being the body. It is the head, what? That directs the movement of the body. Amen? There are diseases in which the body does not respond to the head. Uh, uh, or the body moves independently of the will of the head. These conditions make life difficult uh, when, that, when those signals get interrupted. And uh, some folks that struggle with, with MS have uh, you know, the, the tremors and such things that come along with that. And, uh, and, and the body and the head aren't getting together. And there's problems uh, uh, when that arises. See, uh, the body is to move and work under the direction of the head, always. And that's the way, that's the way it is designed. Uh, you know we have uh, 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 I believe it's First Thessalonians tells us that God the prayer that, that God would preserve our whole body and soul and spirit you know blameless uh, and uh, and we think about that uh, that 
our bo- that we're, we're uh, a body, soul, and spirit. Spirit being the part of us that connects, you know, that that that, that communes with God. The soul, our intellect, and emotions, and such, and, and and the body, this physical body. You know, we have a body, soul, and spirit, and we have a, we we say spirit, soul, and body, but we we worship God in that order: spirit, soul, and body. You see, we're supposed to follow the spirit first. See. Uh, if if what the spirit says goes against our intellect what do we do we follow the spirit amen uh, as we reason in the scriptures we learn uh, sometimes God will say something that that's very clear but it doesn't make us uh, sense to us in our in our uh, intellectual uh, part of our being yet it's the command is clear enough we do it why because the spiritual's first then there's a soul do you ever hear or do you ever hear mind over matter my, I tell you, I have that struggle every week. Every week, uh, uh, my my body wants to eat so much, and my head's telling me differently. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you you shouldn't have another one of those. You know, and and there's the battle. And you know, the second one we're supposed to listen to, the head, the one that's telling us you shouldn't be eating all that. You know, and many times what we lose the battle, perhaps, but we're supposed to get those in order. And get those things uh, uh, in the order in the order that that, that they're that they're supposed to be, uh, and uh, 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 submitting those things to God and, uh, and and drawing close to Him in those things. <clears throat> you may get a sunburn or poison ivy or chicken pox, and the body says scratch the itch, but the head says no. Somehow you manage to listen to the head because the head knows what's best for the body. Amen. And I want you to know the head knows what's best for the body. Amen. And we need to follow him and, uh, and, and to trust him. <clears throat> uh, we need to follow his direction uh, in all things. <clears throat> Secondly, we see Joseph was faithful to speak the word of God. Verse 12. They come to him with their dreams. He says to the butler. This is the interpretation of it. Uh, the three branches are three days. Yet within three days. Shall Pharaoh lift up thine head. Uh, after hearing that. And, and, uh, and then Joseph speaking with the butler. For a while. The baker speaks up and gives his dream. And Joseph answers in verse 18. Uh, this is the interpretation thereof. The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days, Pharaoh will lift up, lift up thine head. So God has revealed these, the interpretation of these dreams to Joseph. So what is he doing? He's prophesying to them. And I left portion of that out. They look very, they look very similar, similar there, don't they? Uh, Joseph is giving them each the word of God. He's giving them the prophecy that he has seen. And as Joseph was faithful to declare the word, uh, we see, A, that Joseph was faithful to declare who would be helped. <laughs> who would be helped uh, in Genesis 4.13. Yet within three days, Pharaoh shall lift up thine head and restore thee unto thy place. Thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand and after the former manner when thou wast his butler. Uh, I'm so glad that the whole that the, that the word of God declares who will be helped. Amen. Uh, we were all thankful for that. Psalm one one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. 
But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. First uh, Timothy 4.8 Bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness, what? Is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. You see, godliness is always good for us. Uh, we're always helped by godliness. And uh, the word of God uh, shows us that. And so uh, uh, that, that, uh, that butler got, got the good news. He was going to be restored uh, back to his, uh, his, uh, his place. And then Joseph also be, Joseph was faithful to declare who would be hanged. The butler, maybe the the baker, maybe should maybe should just held his peace and and went back to sleep. Maybe he could have dreamt something better. I don't know. But but Joseph, unfortunately, didn't have good news for him. Okay, now uh, we might notice if Joseph was a politician, he may have stopped right there. What about my dream? Yet within three days, Pharaoh will lift up thine head. Oh, okay. But Joseph wasn't a politician; he was a prophet. So he gave him the rest of it from off thee. Okay, and uh, and shall hang thee on a tree, and the bird shall eat thy flesh from off thee. You say, wow, that's that's pretty rough. Sometimes God's word's pretty rough, amen. <laughs> but He's a true God. He's a just God. And by the way, if there's going to be hope for righteousness, there has to be justice. There has to be justice. And so Joseph gave him the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And uh, he, he gave the truth to those who'd be helped he, uh, by it. He gave the truth to the ones who'd be hanged by it. And uh, why? Because they both needed to hear it. And, uh, and so uh, uh, he was faithful uh, to give it in that way. John 3.36 He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. Uh, many of the televangelists would close with. And the second half of the verse says, And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Those who be helped, those who be hanged. And uh, uh, the good and the bad. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, I take you to record this day, Acts 20, 26, that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shown to declare unto you all the counsel of God. All the counsel of God. Hell is one of, the, one of the most terrible truths in the Bible. That there is an eternal hell where people uh, are, are tortured and, and suffer for all eternity. It is a terrible, awesome truth. And that's what I mean by the terrible, awesome. But the fact is, it is divine justice. It's divine justice. Uh, we are made eternal beings. And every one of us lives, lives forever since, since, God, since God made mankind. There's not, there's not a soul that just ceases to exist. God made us that way. He made us uh, for eternity. And by the way, uh, his desire is that we all be with him in eternity. And if we're not, it's because, as, as the scriptures say, it's because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Those who uh, are wind up in hell wind up there for that reason because they rejected some light that God had given them or they received not the very love of the gospel uh, and, and rejected that. And so their, their eternal existence continues on where? In a place called, the Bible calls hell. 
And that's a terrible truth. By the way, it's also the reason we ought to be busy, amen, praying and witnessing to people and telling them the truth, uh, the simple truth about eternity. We spend such a short time here. The Bible says, a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. And we need to remember that and, uh, and remember that God uh, uh, talks about, about uh, uh, the good, the blessings that come as we follow and obey his word, and the judgment and the sorrow that comes if we, if we do not choose to walk in his path. Uh, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Uh, if we're going to go out of the path of God's will, we are going to pierce ourselves through with many sorrows. And, uh, you know, there are sorrows in the Christian life. But we have Jesus. We have the comforter. We ought to have a burden. Because there's sorrows in the lost world too. Lost people's hearts get broken. Lost people's hearts have tragedies. And you know what? They don't have the strength to handle it like we do. Now thank God many times he uses those things to bring them in. And to reel them in. And we ought to be... Uh, aware of those things when they, when they happen around us. Uh, you know, we always, uh, you know, have used, any time I've been asked to, to do a funeral, uh, the, the gospel is going to be preached. It's going to be preached in a loving, uh, but a clear and a straight way. Because though hearts are broken, God's main concern, I believe, at that funeral is that people hear the gospel and have an opportunity to be saved. That they recognize, they may recognize their mortality, and uh, uh, and may come to Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> those of you whom I've married, uh, there is uh, one couple in here <laughs> tonight. They know also that when I do a wedding, the gospel is going to be given. Okay, uh, the the marriage is a picture of Christ in the church. What a what a better illustration of God's love to us. And so yes, it's given during marriages too. Uh, the, 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 those that I've done and, uh, and it's an, an opportunity uh, for people to hear the truth so they can be saved uh, uh, the good and, and the bad coming yielding to the word of God he's the head he that covereth his sins shall not prosper and whoso confesses and forsaketh them shall have mercy uh, years ago we had a man that uh, come to our church and, and uh, his mother he was uh, uh, about my age, a couple, uh, couple years older, and his, uh, his, uh, uh, his father uh, passed away and his mother remarried. And uh, she, she professed to be a Christian and she married an unsaved man and she wanted him to be the best man. And uh, so he came to me and we talked about that. Boy, that was hard. We prayed. And uh, and uh, uh, actually, she she wanted she wanted she wanted him to give her away, is what it was. I got that wrong, but she wanted him to to give her away, and so you know we we prayed about that, and he didn't do it because she was a Christian. This man was lost, so it was not God's will uh, for her to marry him. And uh, now I know some uh, there's I know some that have not gone to the wedding at all. We talked about it some more and prayed about it, and, and he went ahead and went to the wedding. 
sat in the crowd there and stuff. It used to be at weddings, they would, they would ask the people, anybody have a reason uh, why these two shouldn't be together? Now, you, you, you might be in a problem there. They don't do that in most weddings now. They didn't do it in that one. And uh, uh, so, uh, so he went. He wanted, he, he wanted to show, somehow show his mom that he, he loved her. He was concerned about her. Uh, but he didn't want to give the, the, she also knew well that he didn't agree with what she was doing. He talked to her about that. And, and uh, you know, that's not easy to do. But we put Jesus first, don't we? He's our head. And we have to let him work those, uh, work, uh, work, work, work those things out. Uh, thirdly and finally, quick here. Joseph was trusting in the ways of God. In the ways of God. Uh, these men told Joseph their dreams. And, and uh, uh, he said, uh, Joseph says in verse 8 there, uh, Do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me them, I pray you. Uh, Joseph had been uh, uh, given dreams himself and uh, I don't know that he knew the interpretations of his own dreams yet and uh, and yet somehow uh, God gave him the, these, these interpretations and uh, he was trusting God to reveal his, his will to him uh, don't interpretations belong to God tell me them I pray you he was he had a relationship with God in the Old Testament, God often spoke through dreams and visions, and uh, and, uh, and and so uh, obviously He did uh, with uh, with with Joseph in, in a way there as well. Uh, but He shows us so many things. So First Corinthians two nine, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have they entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. But God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Those that are deep, things that are deep in the heart of God, the love that he has for his children and the plans that he has for them are revealed to his children. As we what? Read the word of God and let the Holy Spirit teach us. And we learn all that God, the things that God has planned for us. By the way, that's why we're looking for Jesus to come. Amen? And that's why we're looking for a new heaven and a new earth. Uh, that's why we know it is more blessed to give than to receive. All those things have what? Been revealed to us through the scripture and by the spirit. That's why the world can't understand, you know, uh, why you do what you do and why we do what we do as believers. But we've learned that. We, we have light and understanding because of the scriptures. Joseph trusted God. You know, I was thinking about Joseph here. And uh, when these guys came to him, with their dreams Joseph you know he says why are you so sad and such he could have sat down and had a pity party with them you know he could have said well you know I had a dream matter of fact I had several of them and it seemed to point to some kind of great grandeur for me some kind of exaltation here I am I don't know what those dreams exactly meant. I, I interpreted them as, as an exaltation. And here I am with you. My hands are, my, my wrists are marked from the chains and such that are on me. He could have sat down and had a pity party with those two. But he wasn't in that spirit, was he? He was busy about persevering amidst persecution. He was staying close to his God. 
See, because he had a, he had a father, Jacob, uh, and, and, a fa- and, and, and a grandfather, Isaac, and a, great, uh, and, and a great-grandfather, Abraham, who loved God, and, and who had seen God work, uh, and had, had waited uh, on God a long time for some of those promises, and he was staying close to God. Amen? See, he was persevering in that. And he had, he had that right spirit. Uh, look at verse... Uh, he pleaded with the uh, he pleaded with the butler. He says, uh, uh, <clears throat> verse fourteen: Think on me when it shall be well with thee, and show kindness, I pray thee, unto me. Make mention of me unto Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. He says, I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews. I have done nothing that they should put me into this dungeon. And he, so he tells the the, the chief butler that. Chief Butler is released. He goes back. And the Bible says, Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forget him. And look at verse 41. Or chapter 41, verse 1. And it came to pass at the end of, what's it say? Two full years. Two full years. I don't know about you, but that's a two years of silence in the scriptures that just screams to me. <laughs> All this hope Joseph had. Now these dreams have been interpreted. Where are you, God? We don't have any idea. But we just know this. Joseph is still in prison. He's still a prisoner for two more full years. A lot of believers that give up on God by that time. What's the use? It's not where we found Joseph. Because he was staying close to God. God was giving, giving him that strength uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to trust him. He knew the testimonies of his father, grandfather, great-grandfather. He knew those testimonies. He learned those things. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not a little understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. He shall direct thy paths. Psalm 37, 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. I don't know. What exactly what those sheaves meant perhaps. He thought to God. I think he had a good idea. But I think he just probably maybe couldn't figure out what was going on. But you know what? I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you, God. He had to trust the heart of God through that. God was going to, yes, yes, he had answered the dreams Joseph interpreted for the butler and the baker. He, in a sense, likely was given courage from that, though he had to have patience to wait, to persevere. That God certainly would bring his previous dreams to pass. And so he hung on to the character of God and the grace of God. And we know that from his testimonies later, uh, that God had been his strength. Uh, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word tonight. And and I'm amazed at Joseph's testimony of strength. And I know it's strength that you give, uh, Father. And uh, you have uh, loved your people throughout all the ages. And you have helped them, Lord, in great and wonderful ways 
And Joseph certainly is, is one of those. And we thank you that we have him to read about. We thank you that you kept him safe. You led him through such troublous times and used him in such a great way, though he couldn't see the future. We can read it all now. We know so much more than he did. And Father, yet you were his strength. You enabled him. Father, there are things that are happening now, perhaps in our lives. We don't know uh, what the end will be, uh, maybe in certain circumstances, what the, what the certain specifics of things will be. But Lord, we do know as you are in control. And uh, you are working all things together for good to those who love you. And Father, we are thankful that as believers that uh, we can be among those loving you certainly when we get saved and loving you more as we grow in the word. God, I pray you'd help us in that in drawing closer to you. And God, increase our love also for those around us. And Lord, and give us opportunities to share the gospel and to reach out to others that they may know thee as well. And help us to be a testimony before them in the things that we say in the things that we do in the way that we live. Father, help us to be careful to thank you and praise you. We do ask it in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen.